Welcome to the Fastest Known Podcast. I'm the co-host, Hillary Allen, and today I'm here with Tyler Green. I'm super excited to talk to you today, Tyler. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. It's good to good to see you and good to, to finally meet you. Yeah, I know. So we were just talking before then. So you're actually a middle school teacher. What subjects? I teach health um, and soon to be teaching PE as well, which is so fun. <laughs> oh, nice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. so you are spring break at the moment. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, so, you know, this is perfect timing because this, it's not often that, you know, we get, um, you know, someone fresh off of an FKT. Um, but how new is this FKT that you literally just set this weekend? <laughs> I, uh, I did it on Saturday. So I, I think we're not even, are we 48 hours? We're just yep. about 48 hours out of it. So uh, it hasn't been published yet. It hasn't been made official by the, the FKT uh, lords. So we're waiting exactly. for that. Yeah, so, exactly. I think so I did just, it. I'm pretty sure I did it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did it too. I got news from Buzz Burrell this morning. So, uh, you know, I think by the time that this pub, uh, podcast is published, it'll be official news. So okay. um, my body yeah, so feels like I did, like I did. <laughs> So yeah, tell, like, let's start talking about this. This is an exclusive um so what what fkt did you did you crush this weekend uh crush it it crushed me uh (laughs) but i i went after the lost coast trail um made famous by uh dylan's video about three years ago that came out and then um a couple months after he did it uh friend jeff mogavero um broke it pretty significantly as well but i actually i'd had planned to do it last year um during spring break after a race in China was canceled due to COVID. And then, and then the Chuck and nut was canceled due to COVID. And then oh. uh, my wife, Rachel, she wrote down a list of things like, well, what about doing this? What about doing this? And Lost Coast Trail was one of the ones that she listed. And I was like, Oh, that looks so fun. So yeah. uh, we drove, we were driving down to go do it last year and read in the news that Humboldt County had shut down was one of the first counties I think in California shut down. So we're like, Oh, well, guess we're not going. So, um, did some stuff in Oregon and then, and then turned back around. So this is kind of some unfinished business kind of, yeah, yeah. getting back down there to finally be able to go see an incredible, incredible part of, of the world. Yeah. So tell us about it because I mean, yeah, there was, like you said, a little bit of, um, you know, press about it through Dylan's attempt and, this is going to be a follow-up question. Um, you know, if you're, you know, basically going around and following Din- Dylan on his FKT attempts, like is, uh, is Joshua tree, is that next? Uh, it's not. Yeah. We can talk about that. Uh, no, but, um, yeah. Tell us about, tell us about the Lost Creek trail. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's really interesting in that it has like two sections, like the Northern section is, pretty much all on the beach or just above the beach, kind of on little bluffs above the beach. Um, so, and it goes through these intertidal zones where uh, if you don't time the tides right, you can get stuck in there. So it's a little bit scary in that sense, but I mean, the, the tide window for Saturday was really, really good where we had a really big wide um, amount of time to be able to run through that. So anyway, that's, sorry, that's the first section. And then the other section, the Southern section is this 
burly, burly, um, just up and down stretch of, of coastline that, um, that has these really steep climbs. Uh, and then also, so like in some cases, not even trail, <laughs> I would call it like game trail, maybe like it, it just looks, it doesn't, it's not something that's really widely traveled. And so, you know, the paths are narrow or overgrown. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the gist of it, I guess. Um, and, and just, just a wild area. So, um, and I traveled from south, from north to south. So the beach section first and then the big mountainous section for the second part. Yeah. I mean, and so this is, you know, fresh off, like you've been doing FKTs and I think you mentioned it's because of, you know, COVID had canceled races. And so 2020, you had a really big year of, of FKTs. Um, but most recently, um, I also thought it was, you know, impressive. You're coming off of a win at Black Canyon 100K. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it was actually probably a little, it was maybe a little soon to be going into the, into that, um, into the Lost Coast Trail, just and realizing just how much it kind of beats you up. Um, mm-hmm. But we just talked about it. It's spring break. I had to do something. <laughs> and I wanted to get down to some some new some new trails. I mean, that's the spring break is kind of the ideal time for a good road trip. So um, ended up being a pretty brief road trip for four days. But um, such a good time to get down and go do something a little bit further south where the trails are all clean and, and not filled with either blow down or snow and, right. and, and see some new, see some new land and kind of inspire, inspire training for, for the upcoming summer and, and spring season. Yeah. So your race resume and you, you have some style, some style races and race results. I mean, from 2019, you know, Bandera hundred K you placed first Western States in 2019, you were 14th, 2019 Cascade Crest 100, you were first. Uh, Javelina Jundred, <laughs> you were second. In- uh, Javelina, Javelina, but I like Javelina, Javelina Jundred. Javelina. I like I like one at that too. And you were second at that in 2019. So I mean, I think you were just getting momentum on the trails, and then you know, the COVID hit, and you know, you 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 run for Nike, and I assume that started in 2019, or uh, that's right, yeah shortly before yeah. Western States. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then is that kind of what shifted? I mean, so you've got, and then I can list your laundry list of FKTs. I mean, you have, you have some, you know, starting from 2015, but like most notably you've got, so, you know, the, the Lewitt trail, the Wonderland trail from 2020, the Rogue River trail. Um, yeah. So um, we've got, I mean, you've, what, like, what is your favorite? Cause you've kind of, you, you kind of uh, transitioned both. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you can, you can't choose just one. I think that they both have this certain draw for me, I guess. Um, I mean, races are so exciting because you're lining up next to a bunch of friends and people that you've never met, but you're going to be friends at the finish line probably. Um, and then on the <laughs> other hand, the FKTs are just these incredible adventures where, you know, oftentimes races can't be, can't be held on those trails anyway. So, um, I just like, I, I'm a big proponent of seeing as much trail as possible and as many different trails, as many different miles of trails as possible. So that means going to a lot of different races. Um, and then the FKTs just saying, Oh, there's a cool adventure to be had down in the lost coast 
So let's go down there and try it out or the same thing around like the Wonderland. So um, it's more about an insatiable appetite for seeing incredible places and and experiencing these places with like a real depth and races do that and FKTs do it as well. Yeah, I love that. And so I wanted to ask you about the style because obviously for races, it's more of a supported style, right? And so some of the FKTs that you have, it's a mix of supported and unsupported. And do you tackle this based on kind of how fast you want to do it or um, the experience you want to have? Like, how do you choose um, or like, you know, the course itself, for instance, you know, like a like a crazy FKT, just like the Lost, um, the Lost Coast Trail in California, where you're having, you know, to deal with tides and then some pretty rugged trails. I mean, there might be access points, but yeah, how do you choose between supported and unsupported? Because I feel like one is more race-like and then one is more adventure oriented yeah yeah i can't i can't give you a a complete answer for that except that a lot of times i guess wonderland just the the challenge of that trail as a whole it just kind of and in order to do it kind of at it at its very to do it as fast as i possibly could i needed support for it there are others that i'm looking at it as a little bit more of a of a toss-up something like um, the Timberline Trail, I chose to do unsupported, um, but that was that was more just logistically. It didn't didn't make sense for a crew to run to drive all the way around, and I didn't think that it would it would um, help me too much to have that extra crew. So I don't know. I guess it's just looking at it logistically of how fast how fast do I want to go and and what kind of what kind of um, cost and benefit is yeah. does that entail in that in that this or that FKT? Yeah, can't give you a true answer. I don't know. It just kind of depends. <laughs> no, I mean it's okay. It's it's something that is really intriguing for me um, because you know I think FKTs. It's you know it's all about the adventures and it's it's so individual. Kind of which FKTs you choose to tackle, and um, so I think it's really interesting about. Um, just the style that people choose to do it in. Because you're right. I mean, for a supported FKT, you can treat it like a race. You can really, you know, you can put down a really strong time. Um, And it really, you know, it's exciting because it almost feels like this, just, I don't like a race, but, but not because, you know, everyone's. Sorry, we got a dog here. Everyone's everyone's out there, you know, like doing their own thing. Um, but you never know, like, you know, someone could like a week later. Um, but, and this is actually, this is cool because I wanted to ask you about this with, uh, with Dylan and that whole thing. Um, I know that we've, you know, we had Dylan, Dylan went over the, for the Wonderland trail and he got the FKT. Um, and like what, a week later, five days later, um, you went after it and you got it. Um, and so I wanted to ask you about that, about, um, did you plan this? Were you, did you know that Dylan was going for it? I mean, everyone, you know, communicates. Did you, did you know he was going for it? Were you waiting for the time or was this kind of like, like, you know, happened to be a break where you had planned to taper and go for it? I think, I think when the writing was on the wall that races were getting canceled and you did, or the writing was on the wall when races were getting canceled and you could just see that there are a few of these FKTs that were really going to get hot this summer, right? And I was on a run with Dylan uh, in mid, late May, I think, 
And I said, hey, Dylan, what are you going to go after if Hard Rock is canceled? And I already knew it. I already knew his answer. And I was thinking it as well. I was thinking the same thing. And he said, oh, I think I'm going to go for that Wonderland Trail. Dang it. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Um, Yeah. So, so that's kind of, you know, that's when we first had it on each other's radars that we were both going to go after it at some point. I had actually planned on going for it quite a bit earlier in the summer and I got injured actually even during that same run, I said, yeah, I think this ankle, something's going on with this ankle. I think it's a ticking time bomb. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. maybe a week later, I ended up injured for about a month. And so I pushed everything back quite a bit. Um, so so then, and then because I was injured, COVID was, was um, in full swing. Uh, we kind of went separate ways over the summer. He was, he was training and focusing on the Wonderland. I was kind of doing my own thing. Um, with some different adventure runs and stuff. And then, um, and then knowing that he was going to continue to do it, I said, I told him, or I, I texted him and I said, Hey, are you interested in pacing me on the Wonderland trail and seeing what it's like? And I had looked at Estrava and I didn't see anything that he had actually been on the trail or anything like that. So, so I, uh, I said, Hey, are you interested? Would you want to pace me? And, and get an idea of it and then you can go and beat my record. I just want to, or I, or, you know, not beat my record. Like, but if I were to, if I were to, to get the FKT, then you could go and, and really smash it. And, um, and he said, dude, I'm doing it like a few days before I was, cause I gave him my date and then I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's how that all went down. That whole conversation. Um, and then and then, of course, he went and did it and broke it by whatever it was, 80 minutes or something like that. And I, I just remember I couldn't I couldn't quite sleep. I was just waiting for him for like what time he was going to, to post on on the Wonderland. And yeah. finally, he posted a story and I looked at it. I, I had to do a double take on it. I was like, no, it, that's not that's not really the time. It's a it says seven it says seventeen fifty eight not sixteen fifty eight <laughs> so I didn't sleep that night at all oh um, no. yeah it was i mean, and that's you know four days away, so i'm right. I'm having to kind of scramble and be like I've got to totally retool my mind to try to to try to go after this thing um so that's that's how that kind of all went down and i I think and then prior to that, he had gone after the Lewitt trail and then right. few, Maybe a week later, a buddy of ours, um, JT, went after it and broke that. And then I broke JT's. Um, we kind of just like nickel and dimed each other like a few minutes, a few minutes each person. <laughs> um, well, were, you, were you looking at like the Strava times? Like, did you have, you know, like the splits written on your hand to be like, okay, he reached this point. Like, how, like, how did you approach it? First of all, from the Lewitt Trail, um, did the, like, did the previous efforts help you? Yeah, I think for the Lewitt Trail, especially um, having those having those times helped, even though, I mean, you immediately you initially go up this big climb on the Lewitt Trail. And I looked at my watch and I'm like, I'm way behind already. These guys were were really moving. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of slowly was able to pull that pull that time back Uh, for the Wonderland Trail. It was funny because he put it up on Strava and I saw it and then it went and then it went blank. And he, I think he had put it on private for a while. Let me, I couldn't see it. Oh! 
or that or for whatever reason it was it was it was not public so but i was able to get it before he closed it down and i had some splits and then i was able to do math based on our friend yasin who was who was crewing he when he had started his run to pace him for sections i was able to kind of get gather like okay this is the starting time and this is when yasin started pacing and i was able to do the math and kind of figure out what his splits were for the few different sections so but I, how helpful that was i mean it was still it wasn't a sh i wasn't sure about every split i was doing i was i was getting estimates on it but even when i can't like the first one the first split into Moich, i was like okay i'm doing okay i'm like right with him or maybe a little bit ahead and then after that i just threw those out the window because i didn't know for sure they were kind of estimates and i was like i don't know i think i'm behind i'm probably behind that's all i kept thinking so this is this is a really interesting question because this is something um you know I think, you know, competition, it helps because you have people there, physically there, like there's a strategy involved. So in a race, the point is to, you know, you want to run a fast time, right? But you're trying to beat the person in front of you. But if that person is not physically there, you just have their splits, you know, you don't get to read body language. You don't get to see like, you know, if they were struggling at this point or not. How did you, how did you deal with that? Because like you said, but going into the Wonderland Trail, like you didn't sleep four nights before because like you're worried about you know, this fast time, it's a bit different. Like when you're going into a race and like someone kind of already laid out their cards and threw it on this fast time. And now, you know, you have to, you have to step out. How did you deal with that mentally? Yeah. Um, well, the first thing is like one of my, I think as, as you're doing a big effort like that, like the Wonderland, I think some like mantras come into your mind and I came to like have a real clear kind of meditation that Dylan's time was not a threat to my attempt it was yeah. an invitation to yes. mm -hmm. delve in deeper into what was possible for myself and so I just kept thinking like this is an invitation to go deeper to go faster than I thought I would um, and that was a really cool realization um, that I don't think I maybe would have had otherwise um, I love that that's like it's an invitation you're right because I mean FKTs, it's, you know, I, I said this at the beginning of, you know, 2020 is that, you know, FKTs aren't canceled, you know, it's, it's, it's these, and it's such a cool invitation to invite people to go after the same trail. And absolutely, it's like two, I mean, I know uh, Joy McConaughey is uh, going after the Arizona trail um, and Corey Woltering was supposed to start it like the same day and they were trying to like race each other. Um, yeah. Probably Corey couldn't start. But it's just that it's that same thing. It's like I think I don't know, like that kind of that kind of uh, invitation uh, and and throwdown. I think is uh, it should happen more. Yeah, well, and it you know it happens it happens when we're kids out in the on the on the recess the recess, <laughs> recess playground. It's like oh let's go race around or let's go race around the block or let's race to the top of that mountain. Like we kind of we have done it in the past as as kids and and now it's just. A little, maybe a little bit glorified, or we just made it a little bit longer, <laughs> a lot longer. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, as the middle middle school teacher, it's like it's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think healthy competition is like is is a great way for, to promote human growth, and um, yeah, I think FKTs is a is a cool way is a cool way to do that. Um, and so you focus on these because you live in Portland, so um, 
I mean, you're focusing on kind of like the, the West Coast, um, at least primarily those are some of the ones that you've ticked off because they're closer to home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do you have any others that you're that are kind of on your list or that you're looking for? I don't know yet. I mean, yeah, Lost Coast was the, was the one that was kind of that had risen to the top for, for me at the moment. Um, I mean, I always think about like I grew up in Oregon. So doing like the Oregon BCT is really interesting to me of just like because you're running like I'm running across my home state. And um, right. and then there are the massive projects, whether it's maybe no the bigger projects, something like the JMT or the High Sierra route, which I have no idea about that one, actually, really. But I just it sounds awesome. <laughs> Those high routes sound awesome. Um, And then, of course, getting into like the bigger stuff of like, well, then then can you talk about like the PCT? And I don't know if I have the guts to go after something like that. Maybe maybe someday. But at the moment, it's those are those are the ones that, of course, rise to the top ones that I'm interested in. But um, whether is there there a certain like distance and stuff that like interests you more? Oh, I, I like these kind of what can you do in one day sort of things. Um, that's probably more just for practical purposes than anything. Um, but I, I mean, I think that. Yeah. Like I, the PC or something like that is like, you know, they super, I feel like that's a, it can be a normal progression for someone. if like they start with these sh- quote unquote shorter ones and they kind of get into the, like the Sierra high route. I mean, it's maybe 200 miles. So but I mean, David, David Ayala just said it like this past summer and like four days and change. So it's like, you know, a lot slower terrain. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's, it's similar to the progression of progression of ultra running t- or ultra races as well, where, you know, you kind of start with a 50 K and then you move up and you do some 50 milers and hundred Ks and before, you know, you're doing hundred milers and maybe even beyond that. Um, and I could see myself, if anything, it's like, okay, well, let's try something that takes two days um, and kind of and kind of dabble in that range a couple times before we go into anything that's going to take a week or a month. <laughs> <laughs> or a month. Yeah, I mean, that was a kind of a related question I wanted to ask you because you've, you've kind of had like a mix of um, different distances. But yeah, you're uh, like the longer, like you like the 100 miles. I see more of those kind of effort, like 100K to 100 miles. I think so. Yeah. I think that's the stuff that is just, it, it fits where I'm at right now. Athletically, I think like, um, it's, it fits well and it fits well with racing. It fits well with the racing side of things too, where these aren't just projects in and of themselves. They work into training for, for other races, for races as well. So, yeah. So that's a good question too, is, um, do you use these as like a buildup for a race or like a confidence booster, like during a regular season, for instance, like 2019, when you did a bunch of races, were you, were, did you have FKTs kind of set up if you, you know, felt fit or, and wanted to kind of test your fitness? I think I was so focused in races that year. And especially like that was my year to kind of dabble in hundred milers more than dabble, like delve into them to really like yeah. learn that distance. Um, just seeing, you know, looking around and, and, and seeing the people who are really good at hundreds, um, they tend to do a lot of them and they just kind of unlock little lessons along the way. And all of a sudden, you know, they're nailing one after another. And so I kind of wanted to go and and go to like 100 mile school, um, (laughs) learn about it as much as I could. And that's what the Wonderland, I, I kind of see that as a hundred miler as well. Yeah. 
not quite, but pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but can you tell me, like, I mean, I know that you, like for some of them, that they're, they're very like, you know, serious events if you're, you know, supported and trying to put down a really fast time. Um, but can you tell me one of your favorite moments? Uh, we'll start with, we'll start with Wonderland Trail and then we'll kind of get into your, your latest one. But what was one of your favorite kind of moments in either the preparation or the actual, the actual attempt? Yeah. Um, and that was a long time ago, but still. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there, nothing beats, nothing beats the, the final mile or two when, when you kind of shed this weight on your shoulders of that's the crazy the crazy thing about fkts is you do it or you don't do it there's no there's no real second place like you either get it or you don't and and that's that's a scary thing to carry with you for 17 hours um and so it's it was that moment when you, you come up um you come up off the final climb into reflection lakes and then it's pretty much just a descent. It's like six miles, but it's basically a descent and flat and flat running from there. And to be able to like drop my pack, hand it off to my crew and just be like floating down and like that it's, yeah, it's dropping off my like physical pack, but I feel like it's symbolic and like you kind of get to take this weight off you and look at the time and be like, I think, I think this is, I think we're going to do this. Uh, <laughs> that sort of release uh, is, is pretty incredible, um, to, to kind of say like, to finally realize like, this isn't, this wasn't just a pipe dream. This is going to happen. So, um, that's probably, that was probably my favorite moment in Wonderland followed closely by there's this, there's this really long, slowy descent out of Mowich Lake when I was still really fresh and just like having so much fun descending and feeling really excited because I was like, at least on, on track to, go after and to challenge Dylan's record. So um, that was just, that was just fun running. Some of the, some really fun running. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm just picturing that, that final moment. It's just like, I love the symbolism, but also that you actually did it there. I wish there was like a video or a camera of this moment. Yeah. That's on um, uh, Ethan Ginger Runner. He put it on his, on the director's cut of the, North Face video, so you can see it. Ah, okay. Yeah, there's just a little piece of it, but it's there. Okay. <laughs> it might be on my, I think it's on our w website too. Yeah, on Rachel and I's website. Yeah, <laughs> you can check awesome. it out. Okay, well then that's my homework for after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, and yeah, and then from your from your latest podcast, or sorry, not your latest podcast, your latest <laughs> FKT from this weekend. Um, yeah. What were some favorite moments from the, oh. from the last coast trail? Yeah, that, that was just, that one's tough to choose a favorite moment because it's every single, it's like every section of that trail is so different from the last one, whether it's like you're running on soft sand and then all of a sudden you're on these like bluffs and it's nice and, and firm and you're just flowing and, and running really fast. And then, um, into these like really luscious meadows there's just every section of the trail is so different and that was what was exciting was like experiencing the variety of the entire trail um and and like i like i mentioned like just like i went out there to have a good adventure and to see some new trails and to kind of use that to kind of inspire just you know after after spending a lot of time like 
in Forest Park all through the winter in Portland, like it's it's really nice to just be able to see some new trail and 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 feel like you're exploring. So the entirety of it was pretty good, except for maybe the last 15 miles was pretty horrible. <laughs> Why is that? Did you bonk? <laughs> not a not a full bonk. It was just it's a it's a tough like I, like I said with like what a what a uh, rugged trail it is and the steep climbs at the very end when you're already pretty haggard um it made for a tough a tough final few miles yeah yeah so tell us what is uh what invitation are you waiting for next are you waiting for some like fast fkts to be thrown down and then you know you can kind of rise to the occasion (laughs) i don't know um you know, one thing that I, this, this is one thing that I have to like propose. And I think, I think Ryan Gelfie was one who, who um, is big on this, but like the top 10, top 10 fastest known times for certain, for certain FKTs, I would love to see something like that, where it's like, you know, I'm not, I don't see myself going after Grand Canyon rim to rim to rim. I don't think many people do. I don't know if anyone does. But does that, and that seems to like maybe stymie any sort of like fast efforts. So having like, having something where you can go after like a top 10 and, and that that's still posted there, that seems really interesting to me to be like, well, I want to at least see where I stack up, where I stack up on this thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's on Strava and the leaderboard or something like that. But I think that would be a cool thing to add to some, maybe not all FTTs, but, you know, some of those really big ones that, um, that people contend for a lot. Right. That, that, you know, that you see multiple attempts every year and multiple fast times every year. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a ton, like the presidential traverse on the East coast. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you see submissions for an FKT for that, you know, every, like every year. Um, mm-hmm. It's super competitive. I mean, I think that's also, that's a, that's a cool idea too, to see where you stack up or at least like, you know, podium spots for FKTs. Like they're really, yeah. yeah. And I guess to pedal back on that, I also see the allure of you do it or you don't, and that there's a certain appeal to that side. So I, I go back and forth with it, but I would, I, I like that. I like that top ten idea. Yeah, I mean it, it's ruthless. Yeah, it's like there is no sec, there is no second place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll have to put this out there to you know to Buzz and Peter and see see what they say. Maybe they'll like this idea. I'm throwing it out there. That was why that's like my one, that's my one little thing that I, I'd love to, um, to campaign for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, thanks so much for joining us. I don't think I have any other questions for you unless you want to, you know, add in something or, you know, do you have any races coming up this summer? I know this is, you know, probably no one really knows, but. (laughs) Well, the plan is to run Western States. So um, so that's definitely what, what I'm gearing up for and kind of had the idea that Lost Coast Trail might be something where you, if I was going south to north, that you like kind of start with the climbs and then it's nice and flat, similar, like a similar landscape as what you actually see at Western States. It didn't end up, I didn't end up going that way anyway, so it didn't really work that way. But um, yeah, so Western States is is what I'll be kind of using the Lost Coast Trail and, and Black Canyon 100K to kind of be a springboard to training for that. And, Um, and then over the summer, it's more just getting out into the mountains and, and exploring and having some fun. Uh, yeah, the mountains over in the Pacific Northwest are amazing. I actually ran the the Lewitt trail, um, this past summer and I'm drawn to the trails out there. It's amazing. So maybe I'll see you out. 
summer. Sounds good. Yeah, let's get some runs in. Yeah, but thanks so much for joining us. And yeah, we'll look out for you at Western States this year and some and see what other FKTs you throw down. Thanks, Hillary. <laughs>